0: Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read and Weep Season 4. We are just four bounty hunters and a dog with perfect opinions about movies, TV, (laughs) and pop culture. This podcast is full of all kinds of beans, my friends, but we make up imaginary ones with horns and pitchforks to keep us going. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording, as always, from beautiful North Korea Town, Los Angeles. And I want to introduce you to my co-hosts today. Are they co-hosts? I wonder what you'd call this kind of relationship. It's not like we have any kind of camaraderie. Is there any kind of bond at all? Everybody just goes and does what they want and come back when they feel and then take off again. That was better as a solo act. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter in Southeast Portland. He sure is putting an awful lot of effort in for an ordinary nut. It's Anthony Lopez.
1: Ow, ow. I'm here on the teeter-totter, teeter-totter. Woo! Oh, my God. I'm exclusively going to talk like Radical Edward. I'm going to call everyone ow Al, Ez Ez, Hun Hun. That's your name. My Man. my wife
0: only watched we, half of this movie with me, and she walked in to like the first line that Edward said. She was like, "Well, that character is annoying." Just clocked it right away. <laughs> she was not going to tolerate that.
1: I she didn't want it. to come on the pod pod and talk about it. Come on. <laughs> no, also I, I, us- in all in all seriousness, I do want to say I love Radical Edward, and I'm really upset that in the year 2021. My web browser is not a dope-ass 3D aquarium with fish that eat pages to take you yeah. to the next page. I, I want her browser That's the only extension. thing about,
0: about her that I can tolerate. Um, also joining us, he's at, at Hunbun on Letterboxd uh, from the woods of Portland. This podcast will be just like the time he sunk that battleship in Bismarck. Shalom! It's Hunter Donaldson.
2: Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> I want to be the dog. That Ayn. was good. Yeah,
1: you're you're Ayn. Ayn. I mean, you are secretly the most intelligent member of this group. So, yeah, oh, really? Bed.
2: Yeah. Why is it a secret?
0: Because
2: <laughs> you're a dog. I, yeah. oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. And it. you were oh, genetically... Oh, you mean on the show Why is it a secret? Yeah, yeah, on the show-wise. Yeah. Why, why, why yeah. would it be a secret? I, I mean, don't know. I you kind of like,
0: hide it.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh, I voice it. changers. Ooh. Ooh, I've always well, hiding I think it's because it. because we've I, never
1: had, like, a straight competition, but everyone just knows Hunter is mm. genetically engineered to be a data podcaster.
2: Oh, I never understood <laughs> it that way. Casa. I always thought that Ein had like a USB stick like in his butt or something. That mm. that's what they meant by data dog. Mm. That he just had, oh. you know, oh. Oh. like the no, data was hidden is, inside of him. Like, yeah. I think
1: it is canonical that Ein is the smartest member, or the most intelligent member I, of the crew. I think you
0: need a special right. adapter. You need a USB C yeah. to butt adapter. Yeah. can't mm. uh, yeah, yeah. just there. go straight in. They all yeah, well, go in the, butt
1: the problem trailer. is you got to. It, the butt isn't the one the true right universal way, you know? bus. Yeah. But you got to put it in the right way. It's always one of those. Yeah, it's always it upside in, down. You take no it out, do put it, it in, yeah. you know.
3: The B is for butt.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> universal cereal butt. Also joining us from Northern California. He came here thinking he'd save the world, but it's too late. It's Ezra Fox. I just wanted to meet Sporky
3: Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Just a couple points away. Uh, or alternatively, Spoky dokey or it's spooky donkey. donkey, depending on like but, what version you're 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 watching.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, um, I want to say from these intros that these are some of my favorite intros I've gotten to do for you. I he's putting in an awful lot of effort for an ordinary nut. It's like one of my favorite lines mm. that I got to like that I I they were talking about macadamia nuts, but I mm. pulled it, made it about a person.
3: I would say those nuts are not worth it. Generally, mm. macadamias, not in my opinion. Oh, interesting. Mm. What is, are, 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 is this a high
0: end nut? Are they? A very expensive nut i've never bought i mean it macadamia's. depends where you are but
3: generally yeah there's that's a fancier nut you're not gonna have like it's like you're not gonna find them in a trail mix unless it's like you're really paying hard a lot of money for the trail mix like
0: uh, yeah these are i okay i was thinking i was confused i was thinking of brazil nuts these are like kind of like a just a bland round nut it, yeah it's, it's yeah i mean
3: you Fine. have them with those cookies all right, right? what's your yeah, favorite I mean, nut is these nuts <laughs> <laughs> You got him in one. <laughs> not Ezra, but you got him in one. All
0: right, before we start the show, I want to thank all of our nut buddies um, who have joined Best the part show. Of that was
2: the not amp- asking Anthony. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you were asking somebody. Yeah, great. Well,
1: um, I was just you started talking about nuts, these nuts got locked and loaded. So I was yeah, just like yeah, waiting. Right. It was right really there. a fine and, opportunity. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sometimes when you have that, when you have something preloaded like that, it, it's too fast for people to react to, but your timing is yeah. perfect um we really appreciate all of the people who keep this show limping down the tracks if you want to su- help support them and support us or join them and support us you can go to metreon.com it would be weird for them to have a patreon to get money to pay us for patreon that'd be great though it's like look we I, like I them we can't
3: support give it them a yet shot, though, you know? is that a repatreon? yeah, yeah. um uh. Well, also I was about the limping down the tracks. I was always assuming we got hit by a train first and then we didn't move away from it afterwards. Was that how oh, you pictured it? We
0: well, used to be, you no, know, we were floating down the tracks, like right. a ghost train. And then, um, which also sounds like it could have been hit by a train,
1: I guess. I, and, think uh, so.
0: I thought we just, train. Yeah. at one point it seemed like the show wasn't really floating anymore. It was limping. And mm. so I switched it. Yeah. I've I,
1: always imagined, uh, you know, that scene in ghostbusters too, when they're in the subway, and uh, that ghost train runs over the character, and he's like standing there. I imagine that's what one listening to a podcast is like. <laughs> you're like a fright- frightened Ghostbusters being yeah. overwhelmed by a train of demonic ghosts. Yeah. Um. But that's what I imagine. We also yeah. produce that ooze that makes everyone angry. Now
0: that oh, you're yeah, saying limping, I, thing, I picture like a normal train, but one of the wheels is square.
3: <laughs> oh. So mm. it's
0: just like it's still going, but it's like clearly not the best
2: design.
3: You know, mm. after a while though, I think it rounds itself out.
2: It might, it very That's well true. might. Yeah, time. And, um, and if they were it, all square, it'd probably be fine. You know, <laughs> thump, thump, thump. There, there was
0: a Meat Buddy or not a Meat There was <laughs> a MythBusters. Sorry, in my brain, there was a MythBusters where they made square wheels. It did not go great for the truck. Yeah. It was a pretty bad ride. Um, yeah, that's just because possible. Big
1: Circle finances Mythbusters. That's right. <laughs> um, metreon.com,
0: or you can just find us on Patreon. We really appreciate everybody who participates in the grift that is Patreon. Um, for our first segment today, a quick dip into the news. And I, I added this. Uh-huh. Anthony threw this in the in our chat this morning, and I want to talk about it real quick because it's stupid enough. And because I have literally nothing to say about news story number two so i wanted to at least get to participate so breaking news just an hour ago the staples center the iconic home of the los angeles lakers and the clippers among others since 1999 will have a new name beginning on christmas of 2021 it is going to be renamed the crypto.com arena it's believed to be the largest u.s venue naming rights deal to date so uh and anthony you are mad because this is a stupid name
1: stupid name it sounds wrong it's literally like a joke out of the opening of basketball uh talking really about is. the you know the way arenas used to be named normal things after people now they're all just companies but we've been dealing with that for a long time but i just mm. my thing is i put a hypothetical in the discord chat that i think really sums it up i cannot it sounds so wrong to hear an announcer say, and of course, sitting front row, supporting his Lakers, Jack Nicholson here at Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> it just sounds weird. The yeah, Staples it awesome. Center, it sounds like, I don't know what, if if Staples owns it. I don't know yeah, what that actually yeah, is. Yeah. It's it, yes, it yeah. yeah. not, not
3: just the idea of Staples yeah. themselves.
1: I, yeah, I
0: originally, I will say, I tweeted this and I uh, it was brought to my attention that it was not Staples the item, but Staples the company and that makes sense but
3: to be fair <laughs> staples the item is not terribly useful in a digital world so i do get mm. you know yeah
2: Got to that we don't also, i'm all,
0: you know i'm also usually t te- i'm i'm more of a paperclip man myself mm. i like to leave no trace i don't mm. i don't know if we can it's not I about commitment like, it's about puncturing the paper how dare I like you
3: alligator clips because it's well, kind of work out
0: yeah yeah they don't stack just, as well but it's nice mm. so the um okay but here's the thing with uh, with this. I, I your your point about it being stupid sounding it just got me thinking because there's like there have been names for a long time. The Staples Center, or in uh, Salt Lake, it was the Delta Center for a long time, which mm. is still a brand name, but it sounds reasonable. And I and I or even Wrigley Field was like one of the first naming right, but it was the the company was also the name of a person. So if you name it after the company, it sounds like the name of a person. But um, most of them now, it, is it just that companies are worse names now for SEO mm. purposes? Or why has it gotten so much worse? Because well, there's like, also in LA, we have SoFi them. Stadium, which sounds mm. insane. Mm. Um, there's the the um, other other ones that are great are Smoothie King Arena, um, mm. Rocket Mortgage That's Field. Good. No, come on. Mm. That
2: Smoothie King Arena is actually mm. pretty great. It's
0: so bad that it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. In Portland right now, the soccer stadium is called Providence Park, which you could believe was just an overly right. religious city. But, but like, what did it hospital. used to be called? Geldwen Field, named after Geldwen J- Windows and Doors, which yeah. was so much worse. But and I mean no it's like, like, wow, I sure am in the market for windows and doors.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that really like I get that like, yeah, it's pinning your name on a big thing that's gonna be mentioned on live TV a lot, but I just there has to be better. Investments to get returns on than naming a sports arena. Guys,
0: MCU, we need right? we don't don't need a the Kickstarter money for I, this. I can see where you're going with this. So we, we need a Kickstarter, Kickstarter for this to
3: name some stadium a really bad name. I don't know what it is yet. Mm. Um,
0: I with the with the mon- money we currently take in, we could probably name like a cone. Okay. We could probably spray paint readingweek.com parking yeah. lot cone. Oh.
3: Great. Um, what be the worst? Maybe like <laughs> structurally unsound, structurally unsound stadium. Structurally oh. unsound that stadium. That would've also been
0: a bad name for a company, though. Uh,
3: well, what if it's like, what if it's about like maybe like a three D sound company, where it's like structurally like unsound and it's like oh. you kind know, of like yeah here, yeah okay yeah right yeah like you, uh, I don't know. it was here? called like
2: your ad here stadium. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, do you guys broker. know what the best
0: one is right now, though? Huh. The best stadium name in the country, I think, what is, is it? The, the Ball Arena in Denver, which is named after Ball Jars, but it's a basketball arena, mm. so the Ball Arena sounds like a badass place to play basketball. That, yeah. And it's, where did, and it's the, uh,
1: where did the Ball Brothers play basketball? Do any of the Ball Brothers play at Ball Arena?
3: I mean, at some point, they would have to be able to, right? Yeah, they have yeah, to right? in the They'd have to be sure. there eventually, um, right? I... Th- but- but like I here, think, I actually don't know, don't know where they're
0: playing these days. Um, here
1: in Portland, we have the Moda Center, which used to yeah. be the Rose Garden, which yes. was just like a name of a building that sounded yeah, how nice much
0: money. And did like the, the, the roses city? give us goddamn yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. You got to take that money. It's time to pay just, up,
2: roses. Hmm.
0: Um, I will also say, interestingly enough, if you ask where the Ball Brothers are right now, um, there's also a Christian inside your band. heart called ball brothers which is a very strange name for a christian music oh yeah jesus loves those ball brothers (laughs) jesus loves little balls okay really quick then um before we start the show i wish we could end there i would love to end there but have you guys filled out your ballots for the Game Awards, the awards show for games named oh, we're after we're actually going to anyway. talk about
2: that. We're actually going to talk about that. That actually <laughs> really, is really wanted it to into and I show. don't but I huh?
3: uh, I'll fill it out as we yeah. speak. I think maybe register I thought, register. It got That's I, I,
2: thought yeah. I thought because only two people responded saying anything close to yes that no, this was I, not going to make it in. That's I, funny. I, I, is you misinterpreted it this year.
1: What I want I wanted Alex, I wanted you to be as serious as a heart attack about this. Even though you know nothing, just gut instinct. I want you to tell me what's going to win Game of the Year right now. Off the top of your head. Just tell me. You are a completely... Let him look at the nominees. Look at the yeah. Or do you just want me to no, make no, up no, the name no, of the game? Look at the take... That's what I'm saying. You're an impartial observer. Okay. Just game of the pure Year. Energy.
0: Nominees are Death Loops by Arcane Studios. It Takes Two from Hazel Light Studios. Metroid Dread. From mercury steam for P- psychonauts 2 no not that ratchet and <laughs> clank the rift apart from insomniac and resident evil village well hey. so one thing i noticed is that there's a lot of sequels here just yeah. like the movie industry yeah not a lot of new properties i mean ratchet and clank have been is forever. it takes two a sequel
1: yeah.
0: it takes no.
2: one no no, no. no.
0: Are you sure I,
1: well yeah no the first one, one was
0: let's tango and then the second one was like oh yeah. i find the lad multiplayer <laughs>
1: Can I uh by the way, I... the video the solo the solo
0: missions on the game Tango, not very fun. I don't know why. Also, no. was
3: is Deathloop a sequel to like Death Linear? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Deathloop <laughs> is a sequel
0: to Deathloop, and then before yeah. that it was a game called Deathloop. <laughs> Death you can't get <laughs> out of yeah.
1: it. But uh here is a here's Okay, a so fun... we me just,
0: just judging on these images, yeah, yeah, so Metro the, Dread yeah, yeah. is the Metro, Metro guy doing Dread, kind of like yeah, a cool Metro slide. Dread. Resident Evil is a guy whose left eye has been replaced by a flashlight. Ratchet and Clank yep. are two um, kangaroo dogs, um, one purple, one yellow. Psychonauts, he's wearing some goggles that are hypnotizing him. But It Takes Two is just three people on a ski lift. I think they were there the whole time. not that exciting. Yeah. Oh my well, God, there's so a, many things to vote it's on. It's like, a, like a
1: game out. about um, a, a couple that's divorcing and their child's toys uh, get mad magically transform into their parents and then the parents have to decide to stay married or not because their child's so sad. It's a very odd game, but it's funny and weird. That is interesting
0: compared to the rest of these. I feel like yeah. – Resi- Okay, so I'm going to eliminate It Takes Two. I've eliminated Psychonauts and, R- and Ratchet and Clank I think aren't going to work. So I'm down to Metro Dread, Resident Evil Village, and Deathloop. I feel like Resident Evil Village – is like the worst name for a Resident Evil franchise yeah. game. Like why mm. like the thing that you can add to Resident Evil that'll make it sound cooler is village. Like this is just a yeah. small population. It's Yeah. Is-
1: and if it if it was like Resident Evil 5 and they use like the V in the
2: village for the oh, then it would look like VI would it would neat. look like 6. Yeah. Well, they actually but, did Anthony, they did do that. They used the VII yeah, in, yeah, in the in village. Yeah. Which makes it uh, e- which actually is horrible. It's very exciting. Um, so. no, so.
0: For me, I it's gotta be Deathloop. I think Deathloop is gonna win this year. Mm-hmm. Um I from what it looks like in this thing, a guy is being um shot with multiple fire lasers from yeah. different angles, and that seems it's, gnarly. Okay,
1: imagine Groundhog's Day, but you kill people instead. That is literally what Death. Yeah, okay. That
3: sounds right up your alley, is yes. yeah. Yeah. I mean we yeah, no nope, no problem there. Uh I vote for Psychonauts too, though. Yeah. Interesting. Were you a big fan of the Psychonauts franchise
0: or are you just so I actually was time? aware of
3: it. I always wanted to play it cuz I liked um like a lot of Tim Schafer games uh, growing mm-hmm. up. But mm-hmm. I never played it and I know it was like a cool thing that they made another one, but I also don't know anything about
2: this. So, sure what's, what's your
3: actual vote here? Who's
1: going to win? It's really good.
2: Uh Resident yeah. Evil Village will actually win. Uh, but I love that you pointed out the marketing. Uh, like that they chose a bad title because I completely well, agree. You know, it, it the almost game seems is- like yeah. yeah, they're like if you liked this horror scary yeah. thing, you're gonna love yeah, yeah. Cottage Core v- Village. Just yeah. n- doesn't it does? It's not evocative of anything. But you do mm-hmm. you remember Big Lady right? Like Big Lady yeah. when she took Big over vampire the internet. Lady, yeah. Big Vampire Lady. Big va- vampire lady gonna step on you, gonna step on me. Will she, she step a on me. Yeah, she's yes. she a big hat. She's okay. everything's big about her. So yeah. she this, this is actually lady. I think
3: smart marketing. I'm, I'm gonna go go contrary because like here's the thing: if you like Resident Evil, you're probably gonna buy the next Resident Evil no matter what. Right? And it's probably a small group of people who just like villages and don't know anything mm-hmm. about Resident Evil. And so you're and yeah, you get having a very different
0: band open yeah. for your band. It's like <laughs> we'll get the village people in here. <laughs>
2: it's the literally the village ooh, people. So they're yeah, just I mean, going down the dictionary at this point and just throwing in words yeah, that else? have nothing to do with this their the property already. Yeah, dude. If this game
0: was called Resident Evil Big Lady, I think they would have sold a lot <laughs> yeah. more yeah. games.
2: Resident Evil Big, Big Lady should have been the title for yeah. sure.
0: Um, uh, Anthony, what's gonna win?
1: Uh, I want Me- Metroid Dread is my game of the year. Uh, I'm really happy it's nominated. Uh, it is the first Metroid game we've gotten in like almost 15 years. Yeah. Uh, so no matter what, we've all already won. It That's also how describes
0: at- how you feel every time you're booting up the game. Which I like. Unlike Good. Resident Evil Village, you're not experiencing any village, but this you go, yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm experiencing yeah. my I Metroid mean, Village. Hey, wait, you
2: haven't played it. Okay, you, you don't have a
0: feeling of village. That was more about what I felt what words very mean.
2: village the whole time. I felt I'm like, very Whoa. Villagy, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so village in here. Okay, well, this was a great segment that went too long. So let's jump into our movie um, to keep the show moving along. See, we're limping, right? This already feels like hmm. we're limping. <laughs> All right, it's time for segment two, The Homework. This week, we are watching Cowboy Bebop, the movie known in Japan as Cowboy Bebop knocking on heaven's door, uh-huh. um, which I like that it has multiple apostrophes in the name. Um, this is the 2001 Japanese animated cyberpunk Western based on the 1998 animated series Cowboy Bebop, um, starring a whole bunch of people who's, who, who have done such good work they deserve to have their names remain unbutchered by me and also Mickey Mm. Curtis.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Cowboy Bebop is also one of the... I'm usually a uh, subs guy, but because my first introduction to Cowboy Bebop was the dubbed version on uh, Adult Swim when I was a teenager, I I just think there's also one of the few animes that the voice cast really does something great with it in the American voice dub. Uh, so I like. I also still when I rewatch the show, rewatch the movies. I usually watch them dubbed. I really love Steve Bloom as Spike. I think the whole cast is phenomenal. Jennifer Hale's really great in the, this movie. Uh, yeah, I I like all of the English and Japanese cast for Cowboy Bebop, which is not yeah, something I to say just about most out anime. That I can't-
0: pronounce all of the Japanese names and would be a little yeah. bit embarrassed to try well, but I'm sure they did a great job. I,
2: I want to give you a little hint about about Japanese uh names and words. Uh it it's Pretty phonetic? like it's just like what it sounds. It, like it just read it it it, it is exactly Well okay so what that. is the
0: one where there's an o but it's got a line like it's got a hat?
2: Oh wait. Oh. oh. It's just an o
0: then why do they put the hat on it?
2: Wouldn't you want a hat if We're you got a free about hat? Koichi co- uh, Yamadera, yeah. yeah, it's uh, um, I, it's Yamadera. It's, 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 it's just Ko.
1: Okay, Hunter, okay. I dropped a uh, link in the um, the chat here for Hajime. how do you, how would you pronounce that name? Uh, ha- Hajime
2: Yatate. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you guys Yatate. know about about there this guy? Who this is? Uh, He's the
1: creator of cowboy Everybody, bebop a bunch
2: of people he's not real mm. uh, all Ooh.
1: sunrise inc animations all of their programs are all credited to this one guy as the creator of all of their shows but he doesn't actually exist he's just a name for the collective group is that just a way studio. to take credit
0: away from the people who actually did the work
1: no because they still credit them they just also mm. credit everything because it's you know i guess the idea is more like Going back to games, the way Valve as a studio doesn't list titles; they just have one giant list of everyone who worked on the game. You know, right. it's like a there is no. It's like everyone chips in. This is it's created by the cre- like collective works, and then the actual creator of Cowboy Bebop is still credited as like the showrunner and director and writer and stuff like that, you know?
0: Well, just to go back to your subs dubs thing a second ago is I, I generally, I like subs on a lot of things, but if I can get, if the dubs are good, I would always rather that cause it's easier to eat soup while I'm watching it. Um, the, uh, the one thing though, about anime dubs is that there are a lot of reaction noises in anime that I don't quite understand. And so it it doesn't quite make sense with the with the words they're saying where somebody would be like That's surprising. Like it's just that that disconnect is very hard for me. So that made it kinda weird with the, the dubs yeah, on it's, this.
2: It, it's mm. beca- I mean, they're they are also feeling weird about it because mm. it's just a difficulty in translating there's a lot yeah. of exclamations in Japanese that don't that like that might translate to English pretty easily, but then whenever you're adding it in a scene, it just seems odd because yeah. we're not as used to people exclaiming, having these onomatopoeia like exclamations yeah. all the yeah. time. Yeah, that is something that has always been a little too.
0: weird for me about anime. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, one people of have my... not seen oh, this movie, though. I think we should probably summarize it. So this is the here's my patented five point summary of Cowboy Bebop, 2001 film. A monster, a skinny cowboy, a woman, and an emotionally stunted child Gumby, and one of the top five dogs in movie history are a team of interplanetary bounty hunters. One of their bounties, though, turns out to be a teenage hacker who wants to experience real-world harm. So he unleashes a biological terror attack that kills a whole bunch of people, and then he uses a belt-mounted keyboard to hack stuff away and disappear. It's pretty sweet. he gets betrayed by his terrorist partner, one of those of the You guys know the terrorists that are like, it seems like maybe they're more in it for the lifestyle than for any yeah. ideology, you know, like they're in it for the black trench coats and the mysterious yeah. things about well, heaven and hell. It's about
2: fashion. Well, you know?
1: yeah. I mean, it's he, very anime, very Metal Gear-esque this, like you don't want to be a villain. You just want to have a long monologue while you die. And the best yes. way to do that is to be a villain. And you a goatee to and a black a, trench coat. Yeah, yeah you just want to have a very sense. existential conversation right as you're dying, and that's hard to do if you're like a doctor, right?
0: <laughs> but if you are a villain, yeah, you this- will be like just bored. Like, get it over with, Doc. Yeah, we got places to be. Um, so turns out, um, that that guy, the fashion terrorist, um, he was he was a good old government guinea pig on Titan for this sort of nano machine anti nano machine battle, which. Um, gave him immunity to this super biological machine weapon, and the downside is it makes him see butterflies and want to kill everybody. Fortunately for humankind, though, before he can unleash the real nanomachines on everybody, um, the brave actions of a perfect fluffy angel with a USB butt subverts the plan, and everybody turns out okay. Or maybe it wasn't the dog. I don't really care how it all
1: worked out as long as Ein was okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm really just here for this quirky.
1: It's a good dog. Ein's a very, very good boy. At
0: one point he wears a pumpkin head.
1: Heck, what are you yeah. doing in
0: there, Ayn? Let's
1: Ayn's talk about Ayn really
0: quick. Because Ayn is the one thing that make made made me okay with watching this movie when you suggested it. Because I'm not in love with this series. I feel really uh, on the fence about it. And this movie had some stuff that is cool and some stuff that isn't super not cool. Um, but what a good dog Ayn is. Yeah. So great he, dog. he does it's- do some cri- he does fighting crime. He does some mm-hmm. some good criminal investigation, but also he's just a perfect little guy
1: he'll he'll like help you play and beat a game. That's pretty sweet. Uh I wish my dog gave me chess tips. Yeah,
0: he's um, really good at chess. Um yeah. or if that or mostly chess, whatever that game was. But
1: we were and- talking about something else recently that this also falls into. This is kind of a tangent, but just this is another one of those movies. It came out, it was absolutely like, you know, pretty, you know, some stuff that doesn't hold up very well, but it came out Nothing too weird about it. And then 10 days later, September 11th happened. And this oh. movie reads wildly differently. I mean, it's kind of funny that like... I
0: didn't think about that. But yeah, because this is yeah. a movie about terrorist attacks.
1: Yeah, but this movie and,
0: is... And, and, and the city, the one city on Mars looks like from one angle, a lot like New like, York. From other angles, yeah. not at all like New York. But from
1: some angles, very <laughs> yeah. New
0: York-like Mars.
1: But it's it's very funny. Like I thought, you know, like, oh, you know, I was going to make a joke at the intro about like, I wanted to... I was excited to sit back and escape from modern reality and watch something from very old ago that doesn't really relate today. That's about a horrible virus being released and killing people.
0: Uh, But the
1: fact that it it came out right after 9-11, it didn't get released in the States for a long time because of that. Um, And then it also like rewatching it now through COVID lenses. It's very funny the way this movie like keeps popping up. Hopefully the next time I watch it, it'll be right after I got a super intelligent Corgi. And that will be the thing that changes it. Yeah. yeah it's
3: impression like in all these different ways.
1: I yeah. just want to, I
0: want to wrap on iron and then come back to that point that you were just making. But I just want to say that, um, I, I, I really like Corgis. Corgis are my yeah. favorite dog anyway. You and the queen. It's, yeah. Me and the queen, man. Mm. They're so perfect. Cause I, cause it's just the right, it's the right mid-sized dog. It's uh-huh. not too big, not too small. It's a Goldilocks dog. Right. Mm. Um, and it's got, I, I like all dogs that have like medium or large size bodies on like small dog. Small chassis. Legs. I yeah. love yeah. the little tiny legs. The, yeah. You the know, and, yeah. The yeah they look like Very tiny jazzy.
2: hippos and they scurry around. Yeah. And like, they like the hug thing, wear the corner. that are hilarious. Like yeah, they, have, they, they have, have
0: a separate sweater for their butts. Oh, it's Dude, so cute. It's so
2: and,
1: hilarious. Like, the thing that's awesome about I'm the thing that like I've always really loved about him is that he's not like. Most shows, especially like anime, if they're going to have like a super intelligent animal, right? It's like, it's kind of a human at, as a dog. But what's so great about Ayn is he's incredibly intelligent, but he's a dog first. He's, he's definitely not a very still dog, smart, yeah. like human trapped in a dog's body. He doesn't try to do human stuff, he does exclusively dog stuff, but he's just way smarter than anybody else on the ship. Yeah. And that's such a fun dynamic. I love that it's he doesn't name, like. Talk or do like you know computer stuff. He's just he just does yep. does, does fun dog stuff, but he's yeah. also super smart. It's great. It's so great. It's so uh, it's so great.
0: And for, uh, in in uh, one of the things I miss about Portland, besides you two, is I miss um, the annual corgi parade, which we used to go to every oh,
2: year. The world. what you never went to the corgi parade? What? I've never been either.
0: Oh my god, you guys! Messed one of my up. favorite Portland things. Every year we go, go every year. There's a corgi parade where just a bunch of corgi owners get their corgis together downtown. And corgis are such a funny looking animal, but when Mm -hmm. you have them in
2: groups, it's (laughs) just
0: incredible. And like half of them are in costume. There's a lot of little tiny cowboy hats on them, which is perfect. Mm. Um, If you can like sit somewhere, get like kind of low to the ground and you see them coming at you, it's just unbelievable. Mm. There's a fashion show, and oh man, it's the most fun. I just adore the corgi parade.
1: It's animation, so they can get a lot, a lot of like go a lot further with it, but. Are corgis maybe like the already the most expressive dog on they're the planet? So, like, they're so they're so
0: expressive. They're one of those dogs yeah. who just like, I mean, it's probably not an accident. We probably bred them this way, but their faces, their resting faces look human happiness. Like, they look mm. happy, they look smiley. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. a great thing about them.
3: Yeah. Um, do you think mm. if there were ever like a dog that just like looks super bummed out, we're just like, you know what, you're not reproducing this. this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, like, kind dog of
0: dog we, that we, Yeah, we're
2: left we use you to for history. bad things. Yeah. yeah, they're
0: just a happy little happy little guy. Yeah. Oh, they're so cute.
2: If uh, yeah, I just I want to drop this in here for any listeners that are uh maybe on the fence, slightly interested, but maybe not sold on going to go see that movie Spencer about Lady uh the mm. Princess Diana. Um oh. that movie has uh is a very intense movie. Uh but there is uh, ma- i think twice there's a bunch of corgis all of a sudden so like oh, if you man. like corgis I was definitely
0: under no so, circumstances going to see this movie and now I'm kind of intrigued it's
2: kind of hilarious to see like 10 corgis in the middle yeah. of like a very mm. serious drama too there's like v- really something special about I think it yeah. the so. cr-
0: in the crown there's three corgis at one point but yeah the- there's something about corgis like that be- that make them even I would say exponentially funnier when you add add one to the group. It oh, just keeps yeah. getting sillier uh, and sillier.
1: Well, this also Pretty with good. like the royal family. There's something about like adding a lot of pomp and circumstance around corgis that makes them even funnier. But yeah, like, this is a random thought. How has no one made a movie about like the competition for the queen's new corgis? Right? Like, uh, wait, like what, what queen... kind of competition happens? Well, not like a not like a TV show competition. Oh, you're making but one but like. Like, the queen needs a new corgi, right? They don't just go to the pound and get a new corgi, right? There's obviously, like, a long... Mm. Intrigue. Like, Palace intrigue yeah, to decide. Yeah, what was the um, Anne Hathaway princess breakout princess movie? Diaries. Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries, but about corgis. That's what I'm saying. Like... <laughs> the the corgi
0: diaries I would watch. Yeah.
3: to so discover... Gonna, like yeah, a they, corgi they, that has this lineage, but they didn't know about it, and they like they have to groom the corgi to be like ready to be like queen ready. The
1: queen's corgi, yes, exactly. It, right, How, this corgi is,
3: like
0: this corgi was raised like with a group of kind of rambunctious children in a big yard, and it's just used to like mixing it up and digging in the dirt and like doing good corgi stuff. And now it has to go uh, do inside dog stuff. It has to be a yeah, it, queen. She's all it, that, it, but corgis.
3: Yeah,
1: the corgi <laughs> is <all> wearing <laughs> the royal family jewels in the backyard because it's just having fun. The movie writes oh, I love
0: so- it. I love this so you much. they are It's funny because they, they're so goofy that it's a little surprising mm. that the queen likes them, but then they also kind of look like fancy pillows.
1: Yeah. So mm. it
0: does fit. Oh, what a good dog. The, anyway. The
1: queen's like really old husband sits in a thing of dog poop Uh, at like <sighs> the beginning of the movie, and then later he poops his pants and they blames the dog, right? It's like right. you can have this running joke through it. Because he's very old, yeah. Yeah, he's very, very Yeah. It's this movie writes itself.
0: It's true. It's you. Know, we hear all about people pooping their pants. We never hear about people pooping other people's pants. That's yeah. that's the real trick. This the is the you only quirk you could do. Mm. Okay, so let's go back to terrorism. So mm. <laughs> mm. you did mention that the, the the way it feels now with the virus, and it, what's in, one of the things that's funny to me about this is because this is like a space future, and the virus is a self replicating nanobot, and then the the way that you kill it. Is with a self-replicating nanobot anti-bot. So essentially, the people who survive have tiny, tiny battle bots in their veins, and I kind of like that.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: (laughs) because like they're they're fighting and dying, and then you're like you're like sweating out nano dead nanobots. Yeah.
3: Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, mm-hmm. what is
1: happening in your bloodstream that's making this it's work? It's just Transformers, Autobots, and Decepticons fighting oh,
3: like this. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, so you could yeah. see, I mean, there's, like, a really cool battle where it's, like, if you, like, maybe you've like, a if you shrink yourself down really, really small, you get a really cool, like, Transformers uh, franchise. Right, right, yeah. so if you Magic School Bust into your own blood, mm-hmm. you
0: can I mean, see I was this.
1: Gonna, I was gonna go Osmosis Jones, but Magic oh, School yeah. Bust is also a good also reference. Also solid?
0: Also yeah, you solid. also um, have done
1: InnoSpace. Uh, it's a lot of movies that about going into bodies. When you think, you know
3: what? It. I don't care for it more than I'm they say
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. more as Why? Why does that not appeal just, to you? I don't know, never, never. I'm like I just,
3: all like, oh, it's getting really small. It's like, yeah, it's, it doesn't. It, gets, it doesn't. Well, so warm. it's
0: not just. It's not just going inside bodies. You just don't want to honey. I shrunk myself. At you all. just don't want to be small. Hmm. That especially on that scale.
3: Like that. That.
1: How that's do you such feel about small, Ant,
2: small
3: Ant Man? Um, he gets big and fairly re- like regularly, so I think it's okay. yeah um, and sometimes it sometimes gets really, really big. So honestly, he's pretty really average sized throughout the whole movie. Yeah. On average, so you he's take average yeah. you
2: take the whole film together and yeah. you chart yeah. all of the sizes. Yeah, and yes. then we find
3: the mean,
0: the yes. median,
2: the mode. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean, is it is it a little pivot table
1: that I think I would rather take? I would take a magic school bus situation more than an inner space situation. Any day of the, there's something about science making you small as like. Maybe it won't be able to make me big. Like science, I think, could fail. But magic is like magic is good all the time. Magic's going to make you small. It's going to make you big. It's cool. You know, does that make sense? Am I making sense? Do yeah. I, more I, think, distro- you, yeah. I, I but,
0: think my favorite my thing about the magic school bus versus inner space is it's just nice to have other nanoscale friends with you. No, I don't want to go on a mission alone inside a body. That's just like Arnold? a Jonah Whale situation. I want to, yeah, and I have the like a trip.
2: teacher, an adult yes, exactly. that's yeah. guiding me. And yeah, she doesn't seem like the most trustworthy person in the world, but like but she
0: knows things about like environment and.
2: I mean, and... frankly, she's a bit of a loose cannon. Like, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. have a hot take here, but frankly, like, <laughs> if I was a child, you know, and she was like, "Let's all shrink ourselves down," I would have some, you know, questions. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah that's true.
3: So, like, like you're, yes, you're right. But sort of like, okay, if you ever meet like a taxi driver who drives crazy, but they're still alive, you're like, well, yeah. I guess they know what they're doing. And so right. like and I, they
0: drive crazy to get to you to the airport faster. Where yeah. it's sort of like, this is my crazy. And they like cut someone off, and you're like, I would never do that. Yeah, he's on my side. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, harder. To I just don't know that. if
2: that's the right attitude to have as an educator. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's. that's it. I don't want to get like too serious on the pod. No, but, I, like, I think I think that's I just... an
0: interesting point, but. um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that she drives her own bus. She's
3: hands on. That's yeah. nice. The bus also can drive itself. Well,
0: that's true. Yeah. I would like. I don't know. I'm. I'm. Fall, I'm all for being shrunk a little bit. I'd be shrunk a bit. I'd I love do to worry be that if you got unshrunk, this is the thing they don't talk about. But I would think that if you shrunk really fast, you wouldn't be able to unshrink super fast, or you'd get the bends. Oh yeah, you have to sing a mm. song
3: while you're getting unshrunk. Yeah, you'd Otherwise have to you take your
0: time and do levels. It take like two days to get back to full size. Yeah. That's What I would think
2: they always would get, you get the bends though? Like, I think so. Why yeah. would you? Well, I'm not you, sure you, why you would. You the you nitrogen would the
1: air pressure, and everything's going to be so different at that scale, yeah, right? Yeah. That like, is it going expanding... to be that
2: different? Dude, you can go down
0: fast and not up fast. That's the but rule no, that's... of the ocean. I believe that would be true in the body. <laughs>
1: but this, this is why I'm saying, I think, in an inner space situation, absolutely, you got to worry about the bends. That's what I like about magic. Magic you don't have to worry about right magic's yes. just gonna take care of that for you, you know the only bends you're gonna have to be worrying about is when someone gets really into radiohead and wants to play their kind of weaker second album uh, <laughs> you
0: know. yeah, that's a good point, that is a good point um if you were so as if you were Gulliver's traveling, would you rather do big Ezra little people or big big people, little Ezra? Uh, would you have to def- be
1: Gulliver or the Travelers I guess is yes, exactly. what he's asking
3: I'm fine I guess I'd I'd like to be Gulliver throughout as long as it averages out to nothing again right that's okay all you're concerned yeah. about is
0: average so it's not actually the experience you just want I'm on average
3: the- to be Ezra height I'm I'm okay if I'm I'm okay just being big Ezra little people but I'd rather but I'm, I'd am i be just as fine being like yeah just Ezra Ezra and Ezra sized Ezra give or take an Ezra
2: and as her so, I feel like, like I would
0: rather I think I would rather be small. I feel like the borrowers is like so much fun, whereas if you're a giant, mm. you're like I'd be always worried about stepping on somebody and I would never get enough food and yeah.
2: it would just be such a bummer. That's why this Clifford movie is just a bad idea, you know I've been saying it for a long time yeah. I-
0: really don't like the look of this Clifford movie i don't know i wasn't it was never the target market but i just can't get over how dumb looking this dog is and it's i just don't want to see this movie he's too it, big like it, it really like feels obvious, CG, but but like obvious but you're right
2: he's also too big of a dog he's actually too big like i'm not joking around like if i had been <laughs> in the meeting it would be like he should be a bit smaller though cuz he looks <laughs>
3: I I love it, the idea it, that someone tuned into this episode saying like I'm so excited to talk about Cowboy Bebop. And thirty
0: seven minutes fast. in, and probably <laughs> I mean, we're anime close to zero. Like we in, here we're here in a rounding error away from zero
2: we'll, words about like, Cowboy Bebop. Like, oh, they Bebop. never talk about yeah. anime. I can't wait for right. my anime discussion.
1: Look, we'll get to Cowboy Bebop in a second. But let me say we something won't. about. Clifford. We don't
3: don't keep. Does anyone
1: else up? feel honestly, that honestly clifford... though? Isn't this the most fun you've yeah. had in a while, Ezra? Yeah.
3: Yes. No, I just... But okay,
1: here's here's my my theory about the clifford. The big red dog movies coming out. Do you get the feeling that they were, and I kind of half believe this, that they were hoping for a Sonic the Hedgehog like situation? Like they purposely made, like they didn't have enough money in time, so they purposely made the ugliest, weirdest looking version of Clifford, hoping the internet would react. They would have to give them more money to, to fix it. But the internet just kind of collectively shrugged. And now they're like, shit, well, we're stuck with this. Messed up. And they
2: messed up because what they should have done was what they did with Sonic, which was give him human legs. Uh, so it should have been <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog with, with big four human giant, giant yeah, human teeth legs. That <laughs> yeah, that's how you get it. That's how you lock yeah. that money down. I mean, I would almost
0: rather it be like a 2D animated dog in a 3D oh, yeah. world, like a Roger oh my Rabbit God, situation. Roger so Rabbit, that would Classier. have been great. Yeah. Mm. He's so yeah. fun. Whereas this dog, and or or if you just did a, you just did an actual dog in with green screen and then CG'd him red, which I'm sure is not that hard. Or I don't know, paint him red. He's an actor. He can handle it. But Mm -hmm. just have like an actual dog doing green screen things. But the CG, like, we're just not there yet. It just looks
1: dumb. I just, what kind of sick fuck looked at the cover of a Clifford the Big Red dog book and went, I want to see that realistic. I mean, I mean, yeah, because
0: it's like all of the covers, he looks so cute. And this is just not, it's not cute. It's upsettingly not cute. And I'm, oh man. I,
3: here's the thing I just don't care about him i just well I, right this is why they didn't get to remake it they were hoping you yeah. would care more oh here's the yeah. weird thing right he has two things neither of which really like he's big and he's red well, okay it's also a dog he's a dog no i know but like we, we already know we, we know what dogs are uh but like it's weird that like here's a giant dog and also he's red it's like feels like it's like what
0: <laughs> it is a bad pitch we're like yeah. all right so i wrote this movie about this kid and her dog <laughs> way bigger than you'd expect and you're like all right that's kind of intriguing you're like no 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 i didn't tell you the best part he's red you're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) why (laughs) no no no, it's crazy it's not just a big dog i mean we're talking about a 12 foot dog like yeah i'm interested no no but a red it might have gone the other way where the author is
3: like look i got a, a kid who has a friend who's a dog and is red and they're like huh (laughs) <laughs> Anything else you could do besides yeah, right. that. It's just red Making Make it huh? huge? Yeah. <laughs> I, All right. Last
2: like, few wait, minutes are there of red the dogs? Mm-hmm. I, have I seen a red dog? Mm-hmm. I guess they're fish. I mean, oh, foxes. okay. Yeah, there's I guess I haven't. If you're going oh, to yeah. make a
1: realistic, realistic looking giant red dog, it should be in service of fighting other realistic looking kaiju-esque monsters, right? Look <laughs> like at yeah. the big red dog. What's a kaiju <laughs> film?
2: New King Kong, basically. That would be pretty dope. Good, yeah. good yeah. point.
0: Good point. Um, so right. there are a couple of red, uh, it looks like a couple of almost red or kind of red dog breeds. Red- an Irish setter is reddish. Yeah. A, no- a Nova Scotia mm. duck tolling mm. retriever is right, kind of red. you got to
2: look it up. You know what I mean? It's like effort. It's like, no, I don't know. I just know, know these offhand. Mm. Number five, oh. Redbone Coonhound. Yeah, Hound. no, you're, you're looking it up. Number mm. six, Vibsola. Yeah, I'm mm. clearly,
0: I, the strikingly golden red Vibsola <laughs> sports a glossy sport. This is just off but, the top of my head it's
1: not it's not <laughs> how dare you, know, you? <laughs> speaking about you know kind of living in this world one of the things mm-hmm. i really love about cowboy bebop the movie is
2: mm-hmm. no think-
1: <laughs> actually i have a better i have a better segue so, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: other
0: animal thing in cowboy bebop uh, so this is also just right in the in the wheelhouse of animals that maybe don't live up to their billing but there's a part where he's describing that he sees these butterflies in his mind and he's Mm -hmm. like, I see butterflies more beautiful than anything you could ever imagine. And my wife just looks up at the screen and goes, eh. (laughs) <laughs> Cuz they were fine. They're just yeah. like yellow butterflies. Like they're really not the most beautiful butterflies I could imagine. I can imagine some incredible butterflies. But I, mean, I would say these is... aren't even in the average of normal butterflies. They're not even that this, pretty.
1: This this is what like, Blue this morphos is coming is from cool. coming yeah. from somebody who has never taken hallucinogenics. Cuz let me tell you something. When you're hallucinating butterflies, even if they look like normal butterflies, they're cooler than normal oh, butterflies. I get that could you make it it's but, like yeah. Yeah, like exactly scale. like IKEA. These are IKEA you know, butterflies. It's the scale of the butterflies that <laughs> sure. make them so amazing, you know. Sure. Sure.
2: But in the movie, yeah. if you're, yeah, but they if showed it's, me it's the an problem animated I'm movie. Not, yeah, I'm mm. not
0: high,
1: so I just looked
0: They showed yeah. it to me in my normal yeah. state.
2: It's like the Jurassic Park moment where they see the big dinosaur. If right. that mm. hadn't been amazing, it would have looked stupid because the right. actors are being all like, uh, "Whoa!" Right. Like, in that
0: mm. moment, instead of a T-Rex, he'd been. Like a reddish colored dog. (laughs)
2: Oh, we're back, baby. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I did not. The the butterfly also, the plot is that he like sees butterflies because of this Mm. vaccine. And the solution they have is to just let everyone get sick, but then pee the vaccine on them from above. So everyone on Mars sees butterflies all the time now. Is that just the future that we have?
2: No, no. Nah.
1: The the virus that he was infected with. Like it's not the vaccine that makes him. It was the oh. It's the experiments that. I mean like this this movie I think in a lot of ways some of its to get to actually kind of get back to the movie. That's so in its strengths and I think for some people the weakness uh that I think it might be getting from some of you especially as who's never actually seen the show is that mm-hmm. this is not really like Cowboy Bebop: The Movie, as much as it's Cowboy Bebop, one very long episode of Cowboy Bebop, and that's kind it's of the thing I like chose about the it.
0: movie as the title, then, because that's a pretty catchy title. Yeah,
2: the, well, I mean, we did if it in was America, called Cowboy Bebop, yeah.
0: a very long episode of Cowboy Bebop, I would definitely be more intrigued in that. No, movie. no, no. But,
2: it's called Cowboy Bebop: The Movie because uh, in the states they were all like insecure about it and shit, so they called no, it Cowboy it was, Bebop: The Movie. It's
1: it's because it's actually kind of. The tie back around to like Resident Evil. Oh yeah, Bob You know Dylan's the way, song, huh? yeah, the way like <laughs> Resident Evil is Biohazard everywhere else in the world. It's not called Resident Evil. Oh. Uh, and when they were bringing it over to the states, there's a metal band that already had Biohazard copyrighted in right. the states, so it became Resident Evil. Um, so everywhere else, it's Biohazard, but here it's Resident Evil. So and
0: the Biohazard the Village one. actually sounds scarier to me than. Yeah, right. Resident Evil Village. Because I'm like, oh, this village is probably smells real bad. Yeah, you kind of
1: get it now because they're more interested in the Biohazard title than they are in the Resident Evil. So, whatever. Maybe then
0: I'm just going to steal your idea. And if we ever make a successful TV show and then we get a movie, it's going to be called a very long episode of that show. Yeah. Because that's a Um, cool name for a movie.
1: Wait, So,
3: Resident Evil 7, which was Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, was Biohazard 7 Biohazard?
1: Yeah. Yes. more more. or less yeah biohazard (laughs)
0: colon biohazard
1: but it is like um dude double biohazard that sounds so bad but knocking on heaven's door is you know a a song by bob dylan they didn't want to get into that mess with that so they just called it cowboy bebop the movie right um but i do want to say a few nice things about it well well i kind of got this moment from you know of relief from bits and jokes and fun and all that i'm gonna get serious finally here. everyone uh, who's listening am. is like oh god i been looking for a relief happening?
0: from the fun please um,
1: but no i think uh, i have not seen this in a long time and i am a big fan of cowboy bebop um I, I, I really really love this show and something i really i had forgotten about this movie and i have not seen very many animated movies ever even attempt this But I love the way that, one, this is set in, like, one big city that feels like a real place. Like, Mars is so well captured in this movie, in this whole fictional city. The way, like, this movie is filled with this this, this great opening montage that looks like something out of, like, Do the Right Thing, right? Like, they just went around this space city and filmed people sitting on benches and stuff like that. And, like, that's very cool when you see it in a movie. But, like, to in an animated movie they had to animate all of that right and yeah. they pin all these great things of like people looking and smiling at the camera there's all these great montages of like spike searching and doing detective work and he's like stopping and playing soccer with kids and talking to people and there's all these great little slice of life moments that really make uh this city on mars feel so lived in and real and like Talking to my wife about this, and she made a really great point. Um, as the thing that I think this movie does really well is like the show is really great—the 22-minute episodes—and you don't really get a sense of like what other people do in this universe that own bounty hunters. Uh, but this movie really paints a picture of like what it's like to just like for everyone else, just the people who live on this this planet, what their life is like, uh, and it just captures that in it's not something you see a lot in animation. Definitely yeah. not in this type of anime. Um,
0: I well, this, just, So this is the heart of how I feel about this movie, yeah. which is that I think this movie is stylistically extremely cool. And from an animation standpoint, does some incredibly cool things. And the music is phenomenal. Yeah. And the characters are pretty interesting. And the story is not very good. And I just don't super care about anything that's happening. And it's yeah. pretty weird. And yeah but stylistically just an extremely cool movie. And it yeah. even feels like, and I, that's how I felt about the show to a large extent too, is that it's stylistically very mm-hmm. cool and I just don't care that much. But it's like, oh, this well, is- I, a,
2: I disagree there. I agree yeah. with you on the movie, but I think the show yeah. has a lot of really good stories. But, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I, I, but the, I can see how the, like they sat down and they were like, here are things we love. We love hard bop from the 1960s. We love, cow- we like Westerns. And we love, uh, uh steam or um cyberpunk movies and we're going to take these genres and just smash them together really really well in this cool mm. animated like mega genre yeah like a dj yeah
2: it's like a dj set like yeah. you know, like watching some like it's like yeah. mixing bro you're like like, saying it in little... a way that makes it sound bad but i do think it's, like, it's kind like, of cool the way they like match these... this, this show <laughs> is like dead Mouth, yeah. <laughs> dead mouth five i should say Dead you have like an Cowboy ability, B-mon.
0: Hunter, that no other human I've met has. Where the more you agree with me, the stupider I feel.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's because I I feel that way about my own opinions that I'm projecting mm. it at you. Is that like, what it is? I yeah. always so I'll like say something that I really think, and then I instantly <laughs> want to double down <laughs> to make myself seem stupid. So That's I funny. do that to other people too, where yeah. I double down on your opinions as well.
0: I yeah. I but I like I really like this movie aesthetically. Um, yeah. And I Drive just in, yeah.
1: fly ins. Holy shit. Is that yeah. not the coolest thing that you have seen in a well, long Well, My time? favorite I thing by far is, is the, in the movie uh,
0: about Mars is the I love the monorail. Uh, there's a yeah. great monorail on Mar- the public transit
3: <laughs> on Mars is
1: really solid. It
3: explodes. Also, it's not what you want from your. Public transit. Well, yeah, it's I mean, one expl- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. put a bomb it's in you Yeah, yeah, yeah. to he put a bomb in it, they're all Ezra. Es- es- don't blame the transit
2: <laughs> for this. This is not what you expect. Give <laughs> them that, Ezra. Fuck.
1: <laughs> oh. You know, people you. like you, that public transportation <laughs> has fallen to the side in this country. Seriously.
3: <laughs>
0: You're you know, them win, the only one you know? of us who regularly commuted by subway, yeah. it feel like you would understand this.
1: Yeah, I feel like I, I understand more than most. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I'd be taking high speed monorails to New York today, but well, I can't.
0: So what I love about this monorail, so it's a hanging monorail, and it's over the ocean because we built a whole ocean in uh, on Mars, which is great, and it's just beautiful. Although the trip takes a very long time there's enough time to have a really long gunfight while this monorail is moving uh-huh. so it's a huge ocean and a very interesting route that this train takes uh-huh. but really really again stylistically beautiful i'm not sure it actually works just like a, i think a fly-in drive-through drive-in movie might be better, it might be cooler seeming than it actually would be in real life, but no, I think that's, that's the, make the coolest quick...
1: thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I want, I would go to the drive ins <laughs> if you could fly into a drive in and watch an old western. Holy shit, you guys, that's the coolest thing
2: I've ever seen. That is pretty cool. Um, and I, I actually had completely forgotten about that part. Um, yeah, I want to make a quick point about the story because I think what the problem with the story can be summed up actually pretty easily, which is that uh, the villain, uh, Vincent. He sucks. Yeah, he sucks. He sucks. sucks. Yeah. He sucks. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like bad. Uh, mm-hmm. and actually the show has a problem with having a bad villain too. The the villain in the show is called Vicious. Vicious. Yeah. Which is like a 14-year-old idea of yeah. a yeah. name for a bad well, guy. I
1: mean, that's what or, I think with in this it doesn't really work. But in the show, the thing about Vincent that is uh, Vicious that is so genius and so amazing is that like Cowboy Bebop is you know it's an anime, but it doesn't do a lot of anime tropes. Right? It's this kind of new genre, and it's mixing and mashing from all these different Good influences. Mouth. And then halfway through, <laughs> this, Daft Punk, <laughs> this anime edge lord shows up and is like, "We're still an anime, right?" Uh, and it's just like it's just like you forget that you're watching something that's anime, and then the villain is literally the walking embodiment. Of what anime represents, right? He's an angsty ed- edge lord with super white hair. His name is Vicious. He carries a samurai sword in the year twenty three hundred for some yep. reason. Sure. he's just such a stupid anime character, and I love the way like he he bursts in like the Kool Aid Man to remind you you're still watching an anime like every five episodes.
2: But I I think it's sad that in the show it feels like because the show ends on this very melodramatic note. Uh, and and that kind of all has to do. I feel like the show always thought that what it was really about was like a, a conflict between this guy Spike, who's basically mm. just like man with no name. It, is a cool character, but yeah. like I find him to not really have that much. There's not not that much interesting about him yeah. particularly. He
0: likes to eat. He likes to take naps. I really yeah, like and Spiker. I like it
2: when he's that simple. Like yeah. in episodes of the show think- where all Spike is is a guy who likes to eat and nap. That's great. That He's I'm the on man with no name,
0: He's a yeah. Cat. He's a cat really, with no name.
2: Uh, sometimes really they want him people. to have a name, and his name is Spike. And that's actually a <laughs> shitty name, so let's not call yeah. attention to that so much, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. The best episodes of the show always have uh, a villain that is maybe not even quite that villainous, uh, who is a character that's just going to be on that one episode. And yeah. uh, it's there's some sort of fun adventure and then it ends, and that character reveals that they are actually a sad person. And then you're sad <laughs> yeah. for them because it's not, yeah. it's, they don't have like some stupid name and it doesn't take itself too seriously. But it's just the right amount of serious where you're like, wow, that really fun show was kind of sad there at the last minute. What's up with that? I guess we'll watch yeah. another one. That's the perfect Calvi Bebop radio yeah. to me. It's a lot of yeah. fun. And at the very end, the character that you're only meeting this week explains to you what's going on with them. And it's kind of sad anytime they're focusing on the actual four characters we have plus vicious or in the case of the movie Vincent, Vincent. it falls apart for me because the four characters in Cowboy up to me they all just have like one thing they do they're like characters mm. in like a farce or something they work best yeah. when yeah. they are kept simple you know and the story well, I mean, is brought to them that's essentially. one of the
1: also big problems i have with this movie is that again i do enjoy the movie i do think it's a bummer that it's basically the spike movie like, all the other characters hang out in one location the entire right. movie. Jet basically never leaves the ship. Uh, Spike is uh, uh, Faye is held hostage. Ed is doing fun Ed stuff. But they're not, like, all participating in the plot. It's only Spike. It's basically the Spike movie. But, I mean, to kind of go back to what Hunter was saying, you know, when I when I think of sort of what Cowboy Bebop is trying to do— what it's kind of going, it's like, you know, at the way at the end of each episode, and at the end of this movie, I don't know if you guys stuck through the credits, uh, no. but there's usually like, um,
0: never the show ends with a <laughs> title
1: code, right? Like a a simple phrase or something. Like it usually says, "See you next time, space cowboy." At the end, and then sometimes it says, at "The end of the movie." It says, "Um, do you know if you're living in the real world or not?" Question mark, right? Uh, but the very final episode of <laughs> Cowboy Bebop Damn, ends. Yeah
2: with um you don't know that alex yes, but i am you don't. though that's in don't. the show are you yeah no but no, but uh, yeah but matrix um i do know yeah. that yeah i am
1: but the like the very final title code of cowboy bebop is you're gonna carry that weight right the, the Beatles song and like that to me is it the main theme of the show so you're gonna carry that weight that's sort of like no matter what happens in your life you got to carry this stuff with you, and like by experiencing this show and going on this journey, you, the viewer, become complicit in this, right? You're going to carry this with you for the rest of your life, and like that is what Cowboy Bebop is really about. It's about people trying to run from that, hide from it, but you can't. You know, that that weight is dragging around you, no matter what you are, no matter how far you run, no matter how 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 you try to change. You know, you're gonna carry that weight. I think about that all the time. Uh, especially in relation to the show and, like, this type of storytelling. And I just think that's, like, it is fun serialized stuff, but, like, what they're trying to go in for in this movie, I think, does that really well as well. It's, like, this is a thing. And also the fact that you guys haven't finished okay. the show. Here, Here's some
0: things, though, that, that don't sit well. Like, one is bounty hunters in space is cool, but the person whose bounty they're trying to get is like the most money ever offered ever, which already just kind of makes it like like silly seeming. It's not like this is their job. This is like, oh, now this is planet ending. And then the villain is like, I'm going to kill every human being. And my reasoning is because. Yeah. Like, it's just really hard to get invested in bounty hunting against like, that silly of a villain and also even villains like I want you to be hunting I want it to be like a cool thing about you and the sacrifices they make to try to make money and instead they're just like wow if he doesn't let us kill him we won't and he's (laughs) just gonna kill literally everybody and it's just too big and too silly I think for what how they're set up and like I'm invested in him wanting to not eat noodles but then they're like Mm. oh the prize is a bazillion dollars like well that would buy a lot of meat
1: well, one, to be fair, I also wouldn't probably get tired of eating cup of noodles, but the space cup of noodles they have in Cowboy Bebop is another one of those coolest things I've ever seen. The self-warming <laughs> cup of noodles that, is that you dope. just pull a strip from. Holy shit. That is so dope. No, but but, but what's the but what
0: is the chemical like there's yeah. some some downside to that where it's like, oh, the, you pull the thing and it unleashes a bunch of radiation into your noodles yeah. or something like it can't be healthy
1: yeah but the thing is alex with what you just said about this kind is really you wanted that is wait this is, is real
3: yeah yeah i mean it is now <laughs> what do you wait what <laughs> yeah look look up like um
1: self-warming cup of noodles
3: yeah Self you like, a string noodles. and it warms
2: itself up
3: <laughs> i mean i remember this was a thing i like i saw like i don't know maybe 20 years ago in like uh, england they had like this like it was like a a flameless like a... heat pack that can be activated by being mm. submerged in water
1: that's not quite oh. the same well I, think there's I... one. That,
3: it was like maybe like an oxygen one that I, I was like the, like mm-hmm. the the hot pad kind of like um uh, like the uh hot like for your your hands like you know when you're uh seeing that kind of stuff there's like one of those under it um, i mean,
2: honestly there's nothing more cowboy bebop to me uh, than the idea of a cup of noodle that uh you look at and you're like Oh wow, it's all—it's like a space cup of noodle, and then you're like, "Oh wait, no, that's just how cup of noodle works." Like that, (laughs) it does have like a—it's like a retro future thing where it doesn't, you know, doesn't really need to be that future thinking.
1: Yeah, Alex, the thing you were just saying about what you kind of wanted—that is the show, right? What you were describing—that is what the show does. I think the one of the biggest problems with this movie is that it is the movie, right? In quotation marks, they have to go bigger. You can't like. Have like a. It would be cooler if it was like a more thought out small sticks villain, but I. It really does feel like executives and studio people are like. Well, it's a movie, so it has to be a. Yeah, we want probably be about right?
0: bigger, longer, and uncut. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I. I the the other thing that I like was really frustrated about with this movie is that like there's just a, a fair amount of time is spent at the beginning, including the opening scene, and then this chess thing that's like spike lives on instinct alone and never thinks things through and he's a little reckless and he might get an old lady killed but jet is the smart one who thinks things through and is like you have to be a hundred moves ahead and it really matters and then in the end they're like well jet disappeared and (laughs) we forgot about (laughs) jet spike doesn't do anything instinctual or smart and this uh, like it just that mat doesn't matter at all like the theme of the movie is stated so heavy-handedly at the beginning and then they like take the hand away and forget so, to ever come back to mm-hmm. the theme
3: one reason why i think um is that looked like in according to imdb and the trivia section um partway through production um they informed i guess like the animators they had to go from 90 minutes to 120 minutes like partway through which i think oh, was, like a, so that makes point. so
2: much sense yeah. actually because am, the movie okay. feels too long like it, does it feels feel too like long for it, sure if yeah you, if you had cut like Man, yeah, if it had just been 90 minutes, it probably would have been a lot stronger, actually. Right. Can I, I just that? real fast. So
0: that's a good point, but IMDb trivia is never vetted and is one of the <laughs> most <laughs> wackadoodle places to learn things on the internet.
3: 50 people found it helpful. So. People
2: yeah. say some crazy shit yeah. on IMDb trivia. I'm backed up by 50 people, though. Yeah. You know? Can- I can't
3: see what you're saying.
2: No, they Can said I it was just- helpful, not true. Ah, that means true. Okay, yeah. it wouldn't be helpful if it was false. It wouldn't,
1: it wouldn't be on the internet
2: if it was false. Oh, Alex. that's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But Hunter, can I? Can we take a moment to stop and be like, Alex just talked about themes being brought up in the first act that don't paid off in the third. It's like, I, le- I, look at you. You're like a full grown film critic. I'm
2: I'm past yeah. even making that joke, Anthony. Like really? Alex is is full. I mean, it's it, you know, like yeah. I, I I'm he's, he's learning. He's walking at this point. You know what He's I mean? The fucking
1: Alex De Palma over here talking about.
0: <laughs> I Okay. So, the uh, uh, the other thing about this is I do think that stylistically it's very cool. And I do enjoy watching the stylistic of it. But it, all, it is extremely violent. And so much of the coolness of it is cigarette smoke and guns. Mm. And I'm just kind of sick of that being what looks fucking cool in movies. It's like, and it's it's like a tragedy for humankind that cigarettes and guns look so cool in movies. Yeah, it's not good for us, and I it just like a good and just world. I feel like flossing and seatbelts would be just as cinematic, or better as like cigarette smoking guns, but they're not, and it's very can I, frustrating.
2: Can I compromise with you real quick though, and say that while mm-hmm. I agree with your point overall, I think that if it's called if it if cowboys in the name. Can they smoke cigarettes and have guns? Like, if if Cowboy is in the name. Like, with other stuff, I get it that cigarettes and guns should probably be de-emphasized. But with Cowboy Bebop, they did put Cowboy in the name, so it does feel like you know, well, but they it, also
0: put Bebop in the name, and he never touches a the saxophone. There was yeah, but there's I
2: saxophone was... everywhere in the movie. Yeah. Like well, the show in audio, it's, but there's no the changed name...
1: in saxophone, Alex. And they do episodes about saxophones in this show. Again, that's this, you know, this this movie also We're talking
0: about the text. You can't you can't give me extra homework <laughs> to, to <laughs> enjoy this. <laughs> I I just so you're right. You're right. It does have cowboy in the name, and I'm just I, mm. I'm just sick of that being the most cinematic yeah. thing in the world. Oh, wait, it's just I, such I, a bummer.
1: I also feel like this, again. something that's really cool about the Cowboy Beaver universe is that, one, I really love the lo-fi kind of retro aesthetic of everything, yeah. but there is such this, like, sad fatalism and, like, this this feeling of, like, it's not, like, necessarily, like, depressing dystopia, but just this feeling of, like, being spread out and what's the point, right? And the fact that, like, in this future... Where like people didn't want to leave Earth, they just fucked up Earth so bad that they had to. Right, Earth is in- uninhabitable in Cowboy Bebop universe, and it's like there's this feeling of like what what is the point in like trying to find meaning and purpose in all this chaos and violence? The fact that like in this future people still smoke and use all this bad stuff, it like it fits into the theme and the grime of it, and like the the like the lack of hope and like light at the end of the tunnel, right? And like. Yeah, of course these characters are going to do this because this world sucks. This is a universe, and like literally, which one of the most popular shows is just two people talking about what bounties have a lot of money. Like, yeah, think about what it says about. And it's this not world. a very good that show. That
0: is, like, sh- as far as shows go, it doesn't seem well produced.
1: Production value is not very high on it now. Yeah. but they to be fair, <laughs> they seem to do them like hourly. So <laughs> it, 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 they definitely have to produce a lot.
0: It's of more money. of a Twitch show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Extreme. I do wonder about. I mean, how bad must the Earth be messed up to if you say the Earth is uninhabitable, but Mars is habitable? You have yeah. to do yeah. a really bad number on Earth for it to be less yeah. harsh an environment than Mars. Yeah. Well, there yeah, was yeah. a um
1: it, it, in the Cowboy Bebop lore, they traveled through deep space, uh, deep space using these gates, and there was a gate. Explosion, oh, you're doing the voice where that- you're making
0: a good point, but you're embarrassed yeah. about it.
1: <laughs> no, I'm doing, doing the nerd going in the deep lore, but there was yeah. like a gate explosion that made Earth uninhabitable. Um,
0: so I'm just, but that doesn't change the point that like, yeah, it, for it to be worse than Mars, it's got to be really bad. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, we do need to say at least briefly. Um, there's one really terrible joke that just uh, mm-hmm. uh really mm. reduces the enjoyability of it. There's a transphobic uh joke with Edward that is just
1: wait. A movie from the year 2000 Look, I know. has a I, trans worth, joke in it. It's
0: worth mentioning that that does I, yeah. reduce its hold up ability.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't want to I mean, talk it's... about it for too long, but I did see the last time. Uh, so the last time I saw this movie was uh, at the Hollywood theater. And man, I had forgotten about that joke. And it was like a packed crowd at, at the Hollywood watching this movie of excited they, nerds. And they had all forgotten about it, too. Yeah. <laughs> every, you just felt everyone in the theater just be like, oh, come on! Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? And what, <laughs> and what sucks about that is that
1: like, I mean, obviously a lot of stuff that sucks about that, but even in this movie, what's weird is that they kind of confirm what is the gender of Ed, or at least what Ed identifies as. Because in the show, like, Ed being androgynous and being both a boy and a girl is, like, not as, like, a running theme or anything, but it is something that they never confirm one way or another, what mm. Ed's gender is, like, right? even her own only parents.
0: confirm that to make the worst possible joke about yeah. it? Yeah, yeah that's it's very very ugh.
1: weird that, like, it is, like, I don't know, it's another one of those what sucks about watching anything before 2016. I don't yeah. know, when did these things stop happening, but Uh, 2025 I'm hoping yeah you really it's it is upsetting that you can't watch anything really without running into at least one kind of real problematic joke like that just
0: yeah when we were doing a couple seasons ago when we were doing does it hold up like it was more like finding a movie that didn't do that was just a real real nice you know to find something that can just like it was like oh they were just doing fart jokes the whole time those they don't aren't weren't great, but they haven't gotten worse over time. Yeah. So props for that. Um, I would like to start wrapping things up, and I think we uh-huh. did so much talking about whether or not we should shrink ourselves and go inside the human body that I'm going to call that the argument. So we're just going to end on the homework. So what are your final thoughts on Cowboy Bebop, the very long episode of Cowboy Bebop?
3: As uh, I mean, I I liked it. I, I would I would be more bop after this. This is a. Like, <laughs> I think still a good uh, introduction for me. I, I think um, maybe I, I'm i bummed to hear that maybe Spike is not in all the ones going forward after this one, I guess. No, he is. He's okay. in
1: this. So this takes place. There's 24, 25 episodes of Cowboy Bebop. This takes place between episode 22 and 23. Um, it's all up on Netflix now, the whole series. Uh, the movie is impossible to find in the States for some reason right now um except
0: for us who legally acquired it to watch it for this
1: purpose yeah, for, for sure that's mm-hmm. what paid um, um, hard but as, money I, to uncle yeah, sam do, himself yep can we take a moment just to sort of as somebody who's never seen cowboy bebop um because this movie does kind of i i think uh like the opening scene is pretty fun but it is also like for people who have never seen the show it has to explain the show in one action sequence oh, real also
0: why do they not have um, the song because they have their own song. wanted to view. do they some new
3: music.
1: Different. Yeah. We, this, the, the, Hold on. The opening... Is this
3: song a mashup between Scatman and Kid Rock's Cowboy? Because that's what I was hoping no. for.
1: No. Um, no, there, good it,
0: guess. No, it is. No, the, it, the is. it is. Sequence, the opening sequence, it's, so it's very like James Bond. And it has the best Incredibly song ever iconic. written for yeah. television. Tate. It's so good. And... Uh, we, we, we talked about this, I think, on the show, which so Yoko Kano, who did the music for this, like Tank and the band, the seatbelts that does it is so good that I assumed this must be a well-known big band jazz band in Japan. This must be like they went to some of the best like contemporary uh. jazz players in Japan. And, and the answer is no. She's made a million scores to other things. And this is not her main genre. Yeah. And she just like took the assignment of writing a piece of original bebop and then crushed it. It's yeah. so yeah. incredible. She and didn't like
1: jazz before she got hired the
2: job. She like had no
1: frame of reference and did not
2: enjoy yeah. jazz at all. It's a, it's a crime we didn't talk more about the music. Uh, I'll, no, I'll no, say no, this: no, no, no,
0: no, nobody's in trouble here. No crimes. Well, the show just, has not ended. Please talk more yeah, about it.
2: It's true. I just want to say that I think that Yoko Kano is better than the show and the movie and all of it. I think that yeah. the music is more important. Than anything you will visually see in the show. That music is like every day just like going through uh my mm-hmm. head. And the my favorite thing about the movie is that they all got back together and did another album of cause the show has about three LPs worth of music in it. And then this is like your fourth uh album, essentially, is the it's movie. And really it's really phenomenal. Great. The the
0: yeah. the the bebop in this the, the music in this, the jazz especially. There's some other, there's some cheesy songs I didn't love, but the, the jazz in this show, in this movie, yeah. is so flippin' good. Yeah. And just the fact that they didn't have that iconic opening, I think, is a weird disappointment since it is so iconic but and so, I, so good. I, I, I love the, the opening, opening they, they have was, in this.
2: Yeah.
1: That's where you what get the great slice of life um like, yeah that's know, all people, cool people but you can you, you
0: know james great. bond can do the opening after the cold open like do the mm. do a song do a credit sequence later mm. do the anyway ezra at least look up the opening because it's just so good
1: yeah. i mean I would you've suggest- heard
0: tank because i've played it for you before at some mm-hmm. point because it's just such a great piece of music i definitely technical. would
1: suggest i mean mm-hmm. watching the image especially because the show is up on netflix now like i said um Especially if we're going to be talking about the, I mean, it would be interesting to talk about the live action show with somebody who hasn't watched the anime. Um, but like,
0: I might yeah, watch I, it just to see how good the dog acting is.
1: Mm. <laughs> I mean, I thought we uh, were going to do a whole thing on it. We might if you want to.
0: I'm just like, so not, I'm just so on the fence about this whole project. Um, yeah, this whole show. but I mean, the
1: yeah, one I, don't thing, do like a, I don't need one. it. Yeah. yeah, but the one shining light in the new show is that we're getting more Yoko Kondo music. That, oh, yeah, really? That. They, yeah, they got her back, her in the seatbelts. Oh, they're great. doing the entire score. Um, So like, getting more music from her is fucking going to be great.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. Um,
0: yes, You were doing final thoughts, and I think we got kind of distracted oh, on that. Just
3: the last thing. Uh, I'm So, yeah, I was a fan generally. Uh, I think the last thing I, I really... I really liked Spike just because, like, it's nice to see myself represented. You know, because I don't often see like a tall, skinny guy with with poor posture, and uh, he was totally that. So, who, um, likes, mm. it, who
0: likes to sleep more? He's, and he's and always he down has, for a nap, you know, a
3: That was, was real nice.
2: I felt, did that look that's a lot like you except a for suit. the
0: brilliant gunplay and um, no, kickboxing. that was as up there on the screen. I, I could, yeah, here's yeah, the, the thing: whole time
3: you could do that on Mars.
2: So, oh yeah.
0: right, it's the it's the like nine tenths gravity it or whatever it makes a big difference uh wait yeah it's oh it's like a it's only a third it's a one-third gravity wow mm. way less um but still double the moon gravity okay okay cool 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 um hunter final thoughts
2: yeah um i think the the i think the movie's fine uh any t- any time getting more music uh makes uh all of it worth it so we got, that goes the same for the netflix show no matter how bad it turns out uh getting more music uh is uh worth it um to the to just the anime people out there if we can just talk for a second i think that <laughs> there's a lot of you know there's a lot of connections between the characters in cowboy bebop and the characters of uh lupon the third um and i my criticism of this movie is that it should have been more like uh the castle of cagliostro the Lupin the third movie by uh miyazaki Oh, that's a good point. Uh, in that it should have been an arbitrary adventure that the characters were thrown into. And the only reason they participate is just because they want to. That's my favorite thing about that movie is that Lupin and Friends, they just decide to annoy. They're, they're trying to steal something at the beginning and then it fails. And then they just decide to annoy the 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 bad guy by uh, interfering with his uh, plans. It's a very good movie. I like it a lot. Um, should have been more like that, uh, mm, in my yeah. opinion. That's fun,
0: yeah. I think if it was that,
2: I would have had a, had a better
0: time. But you have convinced mm-hmm. me now to watch the Netflix show, dog acting, and a new uh, and a new score from the original mm-hmm. Steve Belts. For sure, worth watching. Gonna be worth it, it yeah. even though I will not enjoy probably the rest of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, that is gonna do it. Well, I, do I get a last thought? You had most of the thoughts. I thought you were done. All right. Last <laughs> no, thought. Give McCab me a capper. Oh,
1: fuck no, you too. sorry. That was me. No.
0: But I, I thought you, I thought you had no. had um, no, talked I, yourself I just, out.
1: I just wanted to say um, I do think this is not as good as the show, but the thing that is always really fascinating when like an animated show gets a movie, it's the thing that like the directors wanted to do on TV, but they didn't have the budget for. And Plus 30 this minutes movie, they had to cram it in. <laughs> and, and in this movie, the main thing I got from it is that the the creative team didn't have the money to do a lot of spit or sweats on the show. So mm. they made up for it. Intro. There is so much animated spit in this yeah. movie. It's yeah, I mean, overwhelming I mean, That's and my shocking, least favorite thing. <laughs> and it is very bothersome once you notice it. Yeah, that they put most of their budget in animated spit. It's weird. Do something not care to think for about it. Next time you see it,
0: something to think about. See you, space cowboys. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us. Uh, It's great chatting with you. You're going to carry this episode for the rest of your life. Next week, we're going to be talking about Home for the Holidays. (laughs) Kind of an interesting move. This is one of the very few Thanksgiving movies out there. So we're going to do our best to do a Thanksgiving episode um, by watching Home for the Holidays. What year was this? Eight.
1: I hope this isn't horribly offensive Uh, in modern standards.
0: Well, certainly it's going to have something transphobic and I'm going to hate it, but... Um... I, I mean, I
1: don't... I'm not sure. It it definitely has one of those like, um... Like, Robert Downey Jr.'s character is like the gay brother, and I think For the Time it was probably very, very progressive in how hmm. they portray the character, but I okay. wonder how it holds up now.
2: Oh, yeah, no, yeah. it's probably horrible now. Yeah. yeah, Jodie
1: Foster's directorial debut, I think? Oh, Maybe? For her. Yeah. And
0: I, a, a 90s family comedy sounds like a very interesting way to spend the pre-Thanksgiving week so um, that's what we're going to be doing come again for that and as always we love to have your emails podcast at readweep.com. I was behind on email for a little while and I think I think I got to everybody this week um, so if I owed you a response email me again I'd love to hear from you um, and uh, I really appreciate the suggestions uh, of topics and things to talk about and directions to go so please keep those coming podcasts at read we especially appreciate all of the fabulous meat buddies who keep the show limping down the tracks like a ghost train with a broken wheel. Thanks for being here, Ezra Fox. It's a pleasure. Hunter Donaldson. Boy, boy. <laughs> and Anthony Lopez. Great chatting with all
1: three of you.
0: And we're out. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.